So guys, here we are, MMA UK News, obviously myself, Stoneboy, as always. Normally it's the MMA UK BJJ show, but tonight we're talking about K1 kickboxing. So um, so it's going to be Evolution of Combat 11, it's going to be this Saturday, the 19th of February. It's going to be at Mary Hill Community Halls. Now, doors open, I believe, around about between four or five o'clock. Um, first fight, I believe, kicks off about five o'clock. Uh, they are very punctual, so make sure that you're in the venue for that time. Uh, you've got your seats and so on. Now, it is sold out, so you won't be able to get a ticket from anywhere. Some fighters might still have some ticket availability left. Um, so the only place you are going to be able to see it is on pay-per-view. Uh, so just jump on to Evolution of Combat's Facebook page. It will take you through to live MMA. And uh, you'll be able to order it $9.99 uh, for some absolutely fantastic matches. We've got some grappling. Uh, Ash Williams is going to be on the card. John Malfin, Kev McAloon, Shawnee Stewart. Um, obviously, got K1 kickboxing. Uh, and we're going to be rounding it off as well with, obviously, some MMA bouts as well. So so make sure you get that pay-per-view, $9.99. Fantastic amount of money for the event that you're going to get to see. So my next guest is going to be on the show that night. So Lewis McKenzie of Kaizen Academy. Lewis yep. is going to be up against Ross McKenzie. Um, no relation, obviously, a different spelling as well. I know we had a bit of a, there was a bit of a laugh going around on Facebook saying that the winner or the loser is to change their name to the other Mackenzie. <laughs> um, so we'll see if that happens. Um, yeah. So yeah, Lewis is going to be up against uh, Ross in a K1 kickboxing bout. I believe it's under 68 catch weight. So yeah. um, a good weight, good, good matchup between these two is definitely going to happen. Uh, I, said, I was lucky enough to see Lewis at Evolution of Combat 8 uh, put on a good performance. I know you were upset. You, you, you weren't too happy about the performance uh, when we spoke Lewis, but it was it was a good, solid performance you put in. Yeah. Um, I've had I've had four MMA fights now. So um, yeah. I've had um, one, two, and one. But, like, oh, I, like, obviously I have won, but it feels a bit like I haven't won yet because yeah. I've not... Like I did have to work for it, but it's I'm still waiting for that sort of moment where I feel like uh, definitively like um, I've sort of made it and I can I can really like put on put on a performance. But so far, every every fight I've had has been like pretty tough. So yeah, yeah. So, uh, that, yeah, it's been very close. I mean, all, all of them have been very very close as well. As I said, uh, um, it wasn't like because you know that some people's records you look at where let's say they're a one two and one. And you and they've been beat in every single one of them, absolutely hammered in every single one of them. With this, that's not been for you. I mean, it's been some really, really close fights that you've had. Yeah, like um, the hardest I've ever been hit was uh, in my last one against uh, Mitch Wood uh, from Manchester top team. Yeah. Uh, and it was actually, uh, I feel a bit sorry for him because uh, he lands an amazing uppercut, which yes. uh, really, like, really stunned me and quite wobbled me. But as he did that, I was roll. I was shooting him for a takedown, and then yeah. got uh, the rolling triangle, which quite a few people have seen, because it's yeah. such a like a weird thing to get. So it makes me look amazing, but really, like actually, that was that was because of he he hit me. I yeah. was like, oh, I've I've got to recover this by just like pulling guard again, and yeah. then um, managed to get the managed to get the triangle. But uh, I wasn't thinking properly, so I let I let it slip. He actually he didn't actually defend the right way. 
yeah. he rolled back so I could take it, like come up to mount, but I didn't, um, I didn't take it because um, I was so. I, I think probably because he stunned me, and also because you're in a cage and you've no idea what's going on. But yeah, other than other than that shot, I've, I mean, a little bit to my leg. Mm-hmm. I've never, I've never been, never been hurt. Every yeah. single fight's been a decision, and yeah. it's mainly the reason why I've lost them is because I've not done enough. Rather mm-hmm. than the other guy did a lot. Like obviously they've they've hit me. They've looked fantastic in all of them, but yeah. I've. I've not put the offense on them because I, I'm I, I can't wait to go pro because uh, the five minute rounds I'm a much better paced at five minutes because um, yeah, yeah. I I don't ever get tired like I, I look tired which a lot of a lot of people say like oh you, you, I look tired in my fights but I'm I'm ne- I'm never tired I'm, I I just look tired especially because yeah. I I just don't throw much um don't like do enough to mm. get tired I'm quite efficient. Yeah, like I'm never, yeah. I'm never just exploding, but yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So I hear we'll, that a lot. Yeah, I hear that a lot about that. You talk about the minutes going from the three minutes to the five minutes, and I yeah. do hear a lot of amateurs saying the three minutes isn't long enough um, mm. because. Very short. Yeah, I mean, obviously in the in the gym you're probably training five minute rounds anyway, so yeah, you're yeah. used to going five minutes, six, seven, eight minutes rounds and stuff like that. So. Um, is that something for you as an amateur or even amateurs in the future? You you would like to see five minute rounds come in. Oh, definitely, yeah. I uh, I think uh, I think they should definitely add that. I I I actually think they should. Um, I don't know. I've always thought they should maybe have a a, a lower level to what amateur is right now, and have yeah. have what we have uh, amateur as semi pro. Uh, yeah, yeah. But as five minute rounds, just no no knees to the head, like the same rule set. But five minute rounds, and that's sort of, um, that's sort of the go to thing for if you once you've like making the time commitment fully, but yeah. also have a bit of a like more of an interclub style, but actually where you get a record uh, against yeah. like lower level people because the like the jump nowadays for like uh, people are asking me obviously in the gym like, uh, do you reckon I'm ready for fights and stuff, and yeah. like the the level of so when I started. The level I think was pretty low, um, in the northwest. It was like yeah. about three and a half years ago, roughly. And I, I went and watched UKFC nine, I think. And majority of the people on the card were like fa- fairly old, like twenties to late twenties. But now, if you look at UKFC, every single one of them is like my age or younger. And yeah. then the title guys are in the twen- early twenties. So yeah. like it, the the standards just gone through the roof. And like most people, even if they're even if they're a striker, like um, even if yeah, they're not really known for the grappling. They're they're still a blue belt. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they're um, yeah. It's, it's the standards gone through the roof. So I think they should have a little lower one for people who just want a bit of fun. But all, mm. like 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 you do in boxing. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you talk about maybe with like shin a, yeah. As well. So talk about like maybe have like an amateur, then mm. a semi-pro, then yeah. a pro. So yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. kind of step you up. Would mm. you be? Would you be up for let's say obviously amateur three minutes, semi pro yeah. four minutes, and then pro five minutes? That's a good that idea. that would yeah. that would sound because again, there's yeah. a lot of people when they go from amateurs into pro, big that, jump. Again, they aren't ready for the five minute rounds, and yeah. um, so but there is people who I'd say they're ready to go five minutes, no problem at all. So yeah. so it would be interesting. I mean, to have something like that so it I, gets people ready. 
if if I could actually choose my ideal rule set, I wouldn't have any rounds because uh, I actually I can't stand the rounds because just when you like start to get going, and it also yeah. I, I think I uh, I start to do worse as the round goes towards the end because I'm yeah. sort of I know that I've just got to survive the rest of the round, which sometimes yeah. can mean they can like land a few shots. So yeah. I've been working on um, actually pushing the pace and at the end of the round rather than actually just like tailoring off and letting them in that Kyle McCulloch fight fight he uh, he swept me at the end of that yeah. third round uh, or something like that and I was just like oh, that shouldn't have happened I shouldn't have switched off but yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're talking about like old school MMA that's the way old school MMA was where yeah, there like, wasn't rounds and you had guys who were fighting like fucking 30 minutes and <laughs> an hour two hours and stuff like that yeah. you know what I mean so I, I, yeah I'd, I'd happily do that like I think that would uh, that would suit me so well but not other yeah. guys like yeah. that. I, I think I could. Yeah, no rounds. I, lo I love it, especially in the gym. Just yeah. when you're sparring and uh, you don't you don't set a timer, and yeah. neither one of you wants to say let let's call it a day because you want to yeah. kind of prove that you're you're like tougher. I'm the big dog. I'm the big yeah. dog. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because obviously, like in my gym, my coach, uh, jujitsu coach, is Marcus Nardini, um, and it's funny because whenever. Whenever he calls you over for a, a, a round, he'll be like, right, Stuart, come on, let's have a round. And it'll maybe be like two minutes before the end of the round. And you think, yes, I'm only going to get two minutes. This is brilliant. Obviously, he's a black belt. He's going to kick my ass. And then the buzzer will go, and then you'll stop, and he'll be like, no, no, keep going. <laughs> so then you'll then go through the one-minute rest, and then as soon as the buzzer the starts round. again, into the next round, and then and he'll maybe do that for a couple of rounds, and you'll be like, fuck. Man, do you know what I mean? So, so Marcos Nardini is definitely the big dog in our gym. <laughs> so, yeah, um, yeah. And then obviously, uh, that's uh, that's there's quite a lot of people in our gym. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's some. It, it's crazy at our gym. We've got we've got a lot of new people starting recently, which is a good thing. Hopefully, nice. uh, some. Hopefully, a few of them become uh, fighters eventually one day. But then there's yeah. a there's a there's a there's sort of because I don't know, but there's sort of a a, a white blue purple at our gym. But our our blue belt level is is high, and then our yeah. purple belt level is kind of it's kind of like brown black belt level. Just because of our coach hasn't been able to get his black belt. Yeah, yeah. But that'll happen. That'll come. Obviously. Yeah. If oh, I disconnected then, uh, so I paused. But um, but yeah. So um. Yeah, he's only just got his black belt, so we're, we're, I think probably some brown belt promotions are due. Uh, they're, they're away at the Euros this week, and they're honestly, when you roll with them, you just... And I've rolled with other purple belts at other gyms, and they're just nowhere near. Like, yeah. they're, they're easily brown belts, I think. Yeah. But we'll see if they get it or not. <laughs> we see the North North England at the moment seems to be in a... I say this to everybody, because like jiu-jitsu especially goes through stages where... Like London might have the best grapplers in the UK or Manchester or yeah. wherever in the UK, but at the moment it seems to be the north of England seems to have that. Yeah. This is where some of the best grapplers in the UK at the moment are coming from. Yeah, I think so. I, I I've competed. I've not competed at too many tournaments. I'm doing a few more this year, but yeah, um, yeah this the division I'm in at, at Empire is. It, I think it's. I think Empire is one of the toughest divisions, but I've got. Um, I just came second 
uh, it was like two weeks after I got my blue belt, I came yeah. second at, uh, at Empire, and that uh, yeah. that felt like such a such a big achievement because it's uh, yeah that that was tough. I wasn't expecting to even win a match. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's tough. Blue belt, blue belt's tough. I mean, and, um, yeah. especially the the adult division. I mean, the, the kids that are coming through now that are blue belts are fucking unbelievable, and they're so yeah. much better now than what they were before the lockdown came, which is yeah, yeah. which is mad because you're thinking, where have these kids been training? <laughs> um, so, but they're a lot better now than what they were two years ago. So, mm. um, yeah, and it's yeah. brilliant to see. I mean, obviously you you're saying just got your blue belt and then stepped into a competition, um, and yeah, do you know what I mean? Done absolutely mm. brilliant. So I had um, I had competed at blue belt as a white belt as well, and um, yeah. I think I I think I won two matches. But, yeah. Um, yeah, didn't no, nothing, nothing much. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, re- I really struggled, but I'm I'm kind of glad because I, I felt the intensity, and then yeah. I moved, and then I got promoted. So by the time I was a blue belt, I was almost winning blue belt. Yeah, yeah, nah, that's all. And I know that you obviously you because the last time when we spoke, you'd gave your job up. Obviously, yeah. you're doing this full time, not just training at Kaizen, but training at Aspire as well. Uh, yeah. How's everything going between the both then? Yeah, good. So uh, I'm a bit, I'm a little bit bad at the moment. I'm training at four gyms, not regularly, but quite <laughs> right. often. Yeah, so yeah. I do three gyms every week at the moment, and that's uh, Kaizen Academy, yeah. uh, Aspire with Dean, and then Reps MMA. Which is actually yeah. where uh, Jamie Smith was from, um, yeah. the last guy. Well, the last guy on the EOC, I thought. And um, I'm also training over at Scramble in Leeds. Yeah. And it's just because um, I like to get the variety. And yeah. um, while I'm not competing in MMA, I may as well make the most of the, the training. Because uh, I think the only problem with training at so many different gyms is your, your training partners uh, yeah. could then become your the people you're fighting against. So uh, when when I'm fighting MMA again, I'm probably gonna only train at Kaizen and Aspire. Yeah, but, yeah. No. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm having great rounds down at uh, Aspire uh, and reps. Like they're uh, they're my main. So Kaizen's sort of my learning gym. Yeah. And then when I get ready for a fight and prepare for a fight, I'm mainly using uh, the rounds down there because they're they're quite tough rounds. Everyone in the room's a fighter and or have fought before. And yeah. um and also just uh do you know have you heard of Dean Garnett? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So um yeah, just like the stuff he's been teaching me recently. He's been he's been training he's been teaching me like every Wednesday, um mm-hmm. with a few of the boys on the course and um he's just the the stuff he produces is just incredible. It's like it's really simple stuff, but you use it in every session. Like quite often yeah. when you go to a kickboxing class, you might you might use maybe two or three techniques in in your sparring at the end. Um, like Adam's very very knowledgeable and he's got loads of techniques. Uh, yeah. Same with Kieran. Like they they could literally play any style. Like you ask them to play Adesanya, Bokau, like all these yeah. guys. Like they can they can play them all, but yeah. uh, Kieran can. And then Adam sort of understands a lot of the Dutch styles and the Thai styles. Yeah. But um, when when you're wanting to fight, I think it's better to then narrow down and get a bit specific on what you're doing. 
which is Definitely. what Dean's been helping me out with. And yeah, like I'm literally using all these techniques. Uh, like every technique he shows, I'm pretty much using in my sparring at the moment. Nice. So it's, yeah, it's really it's really catered to me as well. Like uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Massive thanks to him. He's helping a lot. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And then obviously the evolution of combat. Then so this one's going to be a obviously a K one kickboxing fight. So obviously we've seen your MMA. Um, yeah. So obviously this one's going to be a kickboxing fight. So obviously tell us about the change then, because obviously MMA and then now doing the kickboxing. So what what was the reason for the change? So after my after my fight in the Carlton with James Smith, um, I, I actually think he. I didn't really land much uh, in terms of striking. Yeah. But I, I mean, I didn't do anything in that fight. That was by far the worst performance I've ever done, I think. I felt yeah. absolutely terrible coming into it. And I was more interested in this game I bought. Um, I've only, I literally only just bought GTA. And uh, <laughs> I was so addicted to the game. I was playing it all week through my weight cut. And I thought it was just the best game ever. And right. um, all I could think of really backstage was, oh, I just can't wait for this fight to be over. I can go home back and play GTA. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because I've never played it before. I just thought it was amazing. And then um, yeah. my head, yeah, my head wasn't in the game. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't like he he put on an incredible performance, really composed. But um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't show up for that day. I don't feel, um, yeah. but. After that fight, I feel like the biggest area he dominated me was the grappling. And yeah. that's because the majority of my fight, I was actually um, in my fight camp. I've, I was just doing striking. Completely neglected the grappling, yeah. which, like, you can't you can't really turn around your fight. Uh, you, you, you're striking and your yeah. whole style that quickly. Um, yeah. So from from the last fight in August to that fight, all I really worked on was my striking to try yeah. and up the level because it wasn't good enough in the uh, the Kyle fight. But then, um, yeah, but it didn't really work because then he just took me down and I was like, oh, yeah. um, now my, my grappling's not sharp enough to, to like do anything in a kit in a MMA fight. Yeah. So I kind of thought maybe I'd be better off uh, doing a kickboxing fight just to really keep working on the striking because it clearly wasn't there in the last one. Yeah. Um yeah. also I I enjoy kickboxing, but if I've got the opportunity to grapple, I'll grapple because yeah. uh, I much prefer it. I, I really enjoy it. But um I, ha I yeah, I've I've been putting everything into it recently, like doing loads of kickboxing. Um so yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. Yeah, and no. um yeah, then then I took that fight on 4 hours notice. Yeah. Um, yeah. against Mitch Wood. Um and basically was just like, the reason why I took that was just because I wanted to show that I can fight and like prove to myself almost that I can do this and I'm not terrible because I felt yeah. really terrible after that fight. I just wanted to fight again. And I, yeah. I took that fight and um, I like shocked the whole crowd basically because they all thought I was a journeyman and they'll start yeah. pulling guard and rolling triangles. And oh, I, I think I got, yeah, I got a 10-8 round in the last round just yeah. by uh, grappling him. I almost finished him, but... After him, like, outstriking me for the first two rounds, he wasn't tapped into a choke unless he yeah. was going to go to sleep. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah mainly the biggest reason is just it's my weakest area and I really need to improve my kickboxing. So by forcing myself to just do kickboxing where I have no grappling skills, I'm going yeah. to have to I'm gonna have to improve it. And I think I've done it, but we'll see. 
Yeah. Uh, I, to be honest, I can't. I can't wait. I'm more like a fan going to this fight. I'm just really looking forward to seeing if like the works improvement because pe- people have been saying stuff inspiring, just how like I look like a different person. I look. I'm looking like a striker, not a grappler anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I I feel really confident going into this though. It's the it's the first fight I've. I actually feel like I'm going to like show off how my the technique I've learned. And all the yep. stuff I've been working for, rather than just, um, rather than just like going to survive, which is kind of how I viewed the others. Yeah. But also, yeah. that uh, survival just like makes me feel really confident because mm-hmm. I've had four fights now where people have really tried to put me away and like knock me out, and not one of them has done it. And yep. and I don't even think they've come close. Like I've never been wobbled, never been dropped, and that's with like zero offense. So mm-hmm. what I mean, this fight I've got a lot more offense, still yeah, yeah. even better defense because I'm always improving that. So yeah. we'll see. I think I think it's going to be my best fight yet. Yeah, Hopefully. and that's one thing. I mean, your 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 grappling is absolutely fantastic because obviously when you you know yourself, obviously coming in as an coming in as an amateur, um, yeah, you've maybe got a little bit of grappling experience or a little bit of striking experience or whatever, but. Obviously, your grappling has been one thing that, as you said yourself, has carried you through a lot of fights. So, yeah. um, so obviously, now you're going to be able to then just concentrate with the kickboxing on purely striking, um, yeah. which, again, in turn is going to then take your MMA game to a different level as well. Yeah, I've, I've already noticed, like, uh, I've had some, some rounds in MMA where I've actually tried to stand up, which yeah. I've... Uh, and sprawl. Uh, so... I, I've actually never sprawled. Like I've never even learned how to sprawl because right from the start, I was before before I started MMA, I was just like, well, if I'm amazing on the bottom, why why yeah. would I ever sprawl? Like if they yeah. take me down, that's a benefit to me. So, yeah. but recently, because I'm only trying to work the grappling, uh, the striking, sorry, um, I've actually been sprawling, defending takedowns, and standing up. And it, it's quite interesting that it's, I've been sweeping people to stand up. Um, yeah. and I've actually learned that I can do it and it's quite easy for me as well just because of the grappling knowledge yeah. and um, yeah it's been quite interesting but people people have been like what I thought you was a I thought you was a grappler not a striker Why? <laughs> well I thought you wanted to grapple I was like, yeah. no, not anymore <laughs> well listen, I'm looking forward to it obviously seeing yeah. seeing the changes that you're going to bring as I said I was there um, at Evolution of Combat 8 we laughed before we came on air I said I've been there for every win you've had, albeit yeah. it's only one, but I must be your lucky charm, Lewis. Yeah, so. it's, it's, uh, I don't. If I get a chance for an interview, I love to talk. So I've, I've got to win. If I'm in the fight and I'm like, oh, I think I'm losing, I've got to, I've got to push through. Let's get the win. I need I need that interview. I need better yeah. time. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely love it. Um, yeah. And then what about you though? This year, 2022 is going to be our first full year of yeah. training, proper full year of training. We're hopefully going to have a full year of events, uh, different events coming up all over the place. We're seeing it, obviously, on, on Facebook all the time. There seems to be another jiu-jitsu event or another MMA event coming up or whatever. Um, so yeah. what, what do we see going forward? So obviously, this Saturday is going to be your main focus. So what, what would you like to see yourself doing going, going forward? Yeah, so um, I've actually had a lot of... Uh, I, I actually at one point I did think about um a, about pulling out of this fight just to uh, focus on this year 
because my plans yeah. so after but then i also so my plan for this year is grappling i'm yeah. gonna up my level at the end of the year i want to do the british british open um yeah. i'm gonna try if i can compete at purple belt maybe um it depends because i mean i could have been lucky with that drawer at, at, at blue belt could have yeah. been an easy bunch but um you never know with the divisions so yeah. i've got i've already got three three comps booked i'm gonna uh one every month uh <laughs> so i've got i'm competing february this month march april may i think yeah, yeah. uh competing all of them in in grappling so then maybe after June we'll see if I'm. I, I, I like challenging myself. I'd rather I'd rather lose, and yeah. um, but be really challenged than uh, yeah. than win because I, I find winning quite boring to be honest. Because it's like if you can win, there's like no point doing it, and it costs a lot of money. Yeah. Um, yeah. For example, when I, yeah, so when I was a white belt, I swept everyone easily, and then my Ooh. best sweeps weren't working at blue belt, and I was like, oh, I need to work on my best sweeps. Like yeah. uh, blue belt, so uh, let's let's do that, and it, I really enjoy it. But um, the re- yeah, so the reason why I didn't pull out was just because I thought if the whole year is going to be grappling, then yeah. um, got to work on the striking, and I, it's a bit of a cope. Like uh, you can't, you can't. I don't like pulling out as well. Yeah. So um, yeah. But yeah, now, now I'm really glad I haven't because it has forced me to do the kickboxing, and I feel yeah. so sharp, like uh, sharpest I've ever been. And like at the end of it, my mentality has changed a lot as well. Like, um, I've learned that, like, at the end of the day, like, if a guy's better than me, he'll beat me. So, like, it doesn't yeah. really matter. Like, the only thing you can really do is, like, prepare yourself to win, focus on the win. And if the guy beats you at the end of it, like, if I fight some sort of prodigy who's been training for, like, 12 years, I'm probably not going to beat him. But I'll I'll try and beat him and, like, yeah. give it all. And then, but if I go in thinking I'm going to lose, which is kind of how I've done in the others, um, I'll play too defensive. I'll I won't really come for it, and yeah. uh, it like you're not you're not gonna get anywhere. But if you yeah. if you really come for it, then and uh, you bring like everything you've got, then you've got a you've at least got a chance if the guy's not as good as you. Yeah. But to be honest, the main thing is that my striking's improved. Like uh, I, like it, especially because I don't I don't really care about my record in kickboxing because uh, yeah. it, it's just a bit of funness to be honest. Uh, also, I'm viewing it just like as a hard spar, really. Like a hard spar, and I'm allowed to do what I want, but um, yeah. like, go yeah. as hard as you want. Um, and yeah, it's just a bit of fun. Yeah. But yeah. like, yeah, um, the rest of the year, just grappling, training, improve as much as possible. And then yeah. the year after that, 2023, I'll probably be coming back to MMA and um, hopefully get some submissions. Nice. nice. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Amateur is one of these things where you get all your losses out the way as an amateur. So by the time you step into the pros, you've learned from maybe mistakes that you've made and you've tightened your game up. So by the time pro comes, you're 100% ready to go for it. So, so yeah. that's the best mentality you have. Um, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Not, don't worry about the loss. Because a lot of people, even in the amateurs, a lot of people, as you know, get, get caught up in... Oh, I don't want to be beat. I don't yeah. want to be beat. I want to have a hundred percent win rate as an amateur, um, yeah. and then become a pro. But then at that yeah. point, when you become a pro, you've never lost a fight. You've yeah. never you you've never tasted that that defeat. Um, and then when it does happen as a pro, if you lose as a pro, it's devastating. 
because it's yeah. never happened before. So, yeah, so the yeah. best time is always as an amateur to get them out of the way, learn from your mistakes, and then come back stronger. Yeah, I I think um like although I'm I might I'm ranked something ridiculous like two hundred and seventy or something, like with four fights of people who have like had one fight and like ranked like fifty or something, but yeah. like it, I think it, so like I think the way I see it is like it. If you're interested in like sponsors and stuff like that, it's great. It's great for you to be like undefeated at the start of your career. Yeah. But then you, you're gonna fall. Like everyone's gonna lose. And if you're not losing, you're not fighting hard enough people. Like you're not fighting yeah. tough enough people. Um, yeah. Like I could stay. I could stay a white belt or easy blue belt. Or like when a blue belt becomes easier, I could stay there. But yeah. I, I don't want. I constantly want to be improving. Like. Yeah. That's the most important thing, because like at, at the end of the day, this this fight on Saturday is not like the end goal. Like mm. it is at the moment, but because it's like the next thing I have to focus on, you all your tensions on it. But yeah. um, the end goal is to improve to be like as best as you possibly can, yeah. which means yeah. yeah, like so. For example, I don't even feel like I've had a rise. Say you like a stock. Like um, my screen's the opposite way, but um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I think most people like once they get a win, they start up to get up here, and then they don't really know if they like to to fight, and then they lose and they're back down here. But I'm yeah. still I'm still here, and then next yeah. year I'm gonna I'm gonna jump up even after this fight, even if it's my best fight yet, and I go out and finish the guy. It's yeah. still I'm for me that doesn't count because it's not MMA, it's yeah. not it's not a real like. Yeah, it's a good win, but I've done I've done the important thing, which is I've I've dedicated my time to the kickboxing, I've yeah. improved my skills, and that's all it that's all what it's all about at the end of the day. Um, that's what I love about you, as I yeah. you you're willing to put yourself out there. Obviously, whether it be grappling or MMA, yeah. and obviously now kickboxing. As I said, yeah. uh, you you definitely want to challenge yourself in all areas. <laughs> so, which is brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Yeah. That's what we love about you. So. Um, so yeah, but listen, I'm looking forward to seeing the Mackenzie versus Mackenzie on yeah, Saturday too. night. So, and then final thing for you then, Lewis. So uh, again, anybody you want to shout out to, so any kind of friends, family. I know you've got a little special shout out for someone. So. <laughs> yeah, we'll, <laughs> yeah. Leave, we'll leave that one to the to the end. <laughs> but so, um, yeah, anybody you want to call out, anybody you want yeah. to say thanks to. Yeah, so um, massive thanks to like all my coaches, basically. So like everyone at Kaizen, they've just Kaizen supplied me with just a full bank of knowledge, like a yeah. full that yeah, like they they've given me a massive amount of information, and then I can like pick and choose my style. That's the one thing that's special about Kaizen, is yeah. that there's no one with the same style as me. There's no one with the same style as anyone else. We're all different. We're all unique, which means you get used to fighting everyone. Um, like people, there's boxers, kickboxers, karate guys. Like it's amazing. So like the the knowledge they have is just unreal. Same with yeah. Michael Woods. I know I'm not grappling, but I always got to shout that guy out. He's he is gonna be the John Danaher of the UK. He is <laughs> he is on another level with his grappling. Has um, he got a bum bag? Does he have a bum bag the same as John Danaher? <laughs> Uh, I've never seen the bum bag. He might do, but he does have the he does have the turtleneck. Nice. So, um, and uh, he's always in a rash guard. <laughs> and um, but yeah, then uh, Dean Garnett in uh, Liverpool. Just every every week he's turned up. 
um two three times a week he's been like showing me stuff just constantly picking at me giving that giving me that time like in that gym as well that means a lot because yeah you've got like liam mccracken marlon jones mohammed makaev who's just yeah. uh, fighting on the ufc this weekend yeah. you've got like even like danny roberts aaron uh aaron robinson I think that yeah, that's him, and um, like loads loads of pro guys, and then that's yeah. not even half of the um, like there's another twenty amateurs, so like yeah. to get time off him is like it's a big thing, but he he dedicates time to anyone that like uh is is like wants to fight and wants to learn and all that sort of stuff. Like he gives time to everyone else as well, so he the the stuff he does is it is incredible, like. He really yeah. put he puts the gym before before anyone else, and not even yeah. just with the fighters as well. He's got loads of stuff going on for like uh, kids programs, um, uh, yeah, lo- loads of other stuff as well. And yeah. then um, yeah, obviously like uh, training partners at Kaizen, got uh, Josh Lamb, who's um, Josh Lamb's been absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, he's been getting me on the pads quite a lot and finally nathan wyatt who uh, i cannot wait for his match uh we yeah. had a bit of a joke about oh i'm not going to shout him out but uh <laughs> but yeah he's he's phenomenal he's he has actually motivated me so much to like train as well just because yeah. just by messaging him saying you know are you can be in tonight because me and him like to pair up so we get we know we get a good partner um yeah. i don't outside of camp like next week i don't care i'll train with anyone i'll teach the new people but inside a fight camp, I do want I do want that serious training, and um, at, sometimes I might not show up if uh, yeah. if I don't have that guarantee. But he's shown up every day with messaged, so have I. Like he's yeah, a big big future for him. Um, yeah. What's funny as well is he actually uh, he made his debut over a year after me. Yeah, and um, yeah, I think it, it's hilarious because I've always thought he's been better than me. And um, he's like actually like, um, I I think he's been training like roughly the same time, but he he was more into MMA from the beginning. I was more yeah. into the BJJ, and yeah. um, I've always been into the MMA, but mainly the BJJ. So um, yeah, I can't, I'm really looking forward to seeing what this what this fight will hold. I I think he'll probably I think he'll probably finish him. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, the amount of work he puts in. Um, yeah, just it really motivates me and him. I think like we build each other up, like we're yeah. just constantly in the gym. Like like he said, like he bounces ideas off off me. I give him stuff from Dean and like Danny Roberts and all that lot down in Liverpool. And yeah. um, yeah, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to that fight. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But I'm uh, I'm not I'm not very worried about about his fight. <laughs> I think it's gonna be. Uh, I think he's gonna win. Nathan's an awesome guy. I had a great chat with him. um, And awesome guy, man. Really, really nice guy. Um, uh, And again, as they obviously had a lot of good words to say about you, just as you have for him. So um, so it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a good night. As the Kaizen always comes to represent. Obviously, you you guys come and put put yourselves in the cage, and you always bring people with you as well. A lot of people come forward, you guys as well, which is brilliant to see. Um, I think the last time when you were you were up in um, obviously Evolution of Combat Eight, I remember you all getting a picture after it and just took over. (laughs) It was like the whole section of the bar 
where you yeah. took the picture and there was just yeah. I don't know, it must be about maybe 30 people. Um yeah, majority of those as well was uh, my friends and family as well, which is yeah. mental. Yeah. I uh, I couldn't believe it. But for this one, um I've only I've not I've not really been bothered about selling tickets, obviously because Dan doesn't even need the help. Yeah. Um because he's got a few sellouts anyway. But yeah. um I've had um yeah, I didn't really want to sell too many tickets because I, I actually find the worst bit is selling the tickets because it's so stressful. Guys, they'll just, they'll just be like, oh, yeah, I'll get you the money. I'd love to come. But then they, they don't end up turning up. They don't yeah. end up paying you. And then they cancel and they want a refund. Yeah, also, it's yeah. just every conversation you have, they like hype you up so much. And yeah. like you feel like you got to live up to the hype when really yeah. you're just having a spa. Like They make it sound like you're going to die. I'm yeah, really yeah. just gonna you know, at worst, like especially amateur, the worst yeah. knockouts that you know I've ever seen have usually like not even they've not even gone out. They've just like yeah. dropped to the floor and the ref calls it off. So yeah. like re- really if you like actually look what it is, it's not even that bad. But they just make it sound like you you're a gladiator, <laughs> you've got a sword and a gun. <laughs> but you know what I do as well? I do it um when I talk <laughs> and I remember doing when we did Evolution of Combat uh, nine and I remember explaining the venue, Mary Hill Community Hall, to people. Yeah. And the way I explained it was like a Roman Colosseum. <laughs> I was like, you come in and obviously you've got the cage in the middle and obviously yeah. the tiered seats around. And me, I had people thinking they were honestly going to the fucking Colosseum. They were like, shit, where are we going, man? Like, that, I thought I was just going for like an amateur MMA fight or a grappling <laughs> match, but we're in against proper gladiators and fucking lions yeah. and tigers and shit. So, but... Uh, but yeah, that's the way I explained venue. it. So that's the way I explained it. <laughs> yeah, it looks a good venue. I'm looking forward to competing there actually. Um, yes. Just because it, it, it's more of a, of a tournament, is like stadium feel. Yeah. Um, actually, yeah, the la- the last fight I had was at uh, Bolton FC Stadium, and yeah. I looked at the building and it was absolutely massive. I yeah. thought there's no way I'm fighting in that, but fortunately I wasn't. I was just right. fighting in the uh, the tiny back room. Yeah, well, it's yeah. not that tiny, but it's compared to the the main stage. It's about yeah. probably about maybe eight hundred thousand people there. Yeah. So uh, and I got booed, which I actually really enjoy being booed. Like I don't yeah. think many people do, but um, I've <laughs> especially because I've been fighting Scottish guys in Scotland. Yeah. I've been preparing myself to be booed. So yeah. like mentally, I've always been prepared that I'm going to be booed as I walk out. I've yeah. always prepared what I'm going to do, and I finally got I finally got to do it. So um, yeah, like, like, that, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really fueled me on. So this guy, this guy's like 25, I think. So yeah, should have a lot of friends to boo me. So that'd be yeah. good. I'll, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll enjoy that. <laughs> yeah, nah, that's a bit it. Lewis, but I absolutely love seeing you up. So we're definitely looking forward to seeing you again on Saturday. So I'll be there on the night anyway, as always. So so we'll obviously grab a chat with obviously yourself and obviously some of the guys and boys as well. So um, so there we go, guys. We're going to have Lewis McKenzie, Kaizen Academy, up against Ross McKenzie. Uh, McKenzie versus McKenzie. So (laughs) we've got an MAC and an MC. Um, up against each other, K1 kickboxing, uh, under 68 kilo catchweight bout. So uh, it's going to be this Saturday, 19th of February, Evolution of Combat 11. Tickets, as I said, they're all sold out. Stop messaging Dan Hope because he's got absolutely none left. He still gets messages on a daily basis about it. 
Um, so make sure you get onto Evolution of Combat's Facebook page, uh, head through to Live MMA and the uh, pay-per-view, £9.99. As I mentioned, fantastic night of grappling, uh, kickboxing and obviously MMA. So, Lewis, listen, always a pleasure talking to you, buddy. Always a yeah, pleasure. Nice Hopefully right. uh, I'll be backstage as well, chatting to you after the fight as well. Definitely. Um, we will do. We will do. But, yeah. You'll definitely yeah. be chatting to Nathan. So I might yeah. jump in on his. <laughs> like, oh, I'm good too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just here to translate for Nathan. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but, no, listen, enjoy the rest of your training, buddy. Uh, obviously, be. stay safe. Stay away from COVID. Yeah, all right? I will, yeah, um, yeah. And I will see you on Saturday, buddy. All right? Shall see you soon. Thank you again. Take nice it easy. Bye-bye.